my mind had established this belief that that's the o- that that was the only thing that would have been aligned and been financially supportive. Welcome to another episode of The Orphic. My name is Alyssa. I'm an astrophysicist. I have my PhD, and I'm interested in understanding the consciousness of the universe and essentially how we blend astrophysics with spirituality to understand the energetics of the universe. There's there's souls, there's souls in celestial bodies, and there's a lot more that's going on, you know? There's a lot that's going on out there, and... I really kind of, I just, I just want to know how it all works and that's what I'm trying to do. So follow me on Instagram, please, at interdimensional.astrophysics. Okay. I'm just so curious. You said you're like, you're like, I want to know how it all works. So my question is, how are you doing that? How are you learning how it all works? You know what, Michaela? That's a great question. <laughs> There's some, well, I, I. I'm receiving downloads about it, and it's on me to continue to dive for knowledge in the astral realms or my own inner knowledge. So, yeah, that's what that's my answer. That was that wasn't to put you on the spot. I was genuinely curious because I'm sure others would like to know. Yeah, I would say the process is. It's like I have all these seedling ideas, you know, and it's kind of just now on me to continue putting together these pieces and start really, you know, utilizing my recently developed channeling skills and all these things and kind of continue trusting myself to, uh, I don't know, to ask the universe how it works and, and see and listen for the answer, you know, it's basically what it is. Yeah. So, so, <laughs> so the the answer to that is, connect, is connecting to your inner wisdom or yeah. that, that's the how. Yeah. Well, because what I would say is that the curiosity is there, you know, it's, yes, it's the, curi- sure. it's the curiosity and that's the first, that's, that's the piece because when the curiosity is implanted in you, it's usually for some reason if you have you know mm-hmm. if you have there's a desire that's implanted in your heart then there's some op- there's some corresponding you know something on the other side of that desire so for me it's like i have i have this there i just know all of the unanswered questions that we have and all of the all of the spirituality that science can't explain yet and yes. um you know I basically have this curiosity to get more answers. So slowly but surely, that's the plan. <laughs> mm-hmm. And you're getting the answers through connecting to your inner wisdom. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I, was, I was just curious to, I guess, paint the picture of what that looks like. Because yeah. you are, you do have your PhD in astro, um, Astro what was it called? Astrophys- Astronomy? <laughs> Astrophysics. Astrophysics. Astro what? Astrophysics. I don't know why that was so hard. I wanted to say you have your PhD in astrophysicist, but that that's a, that's what you are. Right. 
Um, because like, there's also like, I don't know why you, when you, when most people I think think of like a scientist or whatever, and they're like expanding their work, I think of you kind of like in a lab somewhere, like writing out like a bunch of equations and stuff. So like for somebody their how could be that, right? So that's why I'm just so curious to hear like what's your process of your how is. Yeah. I mean, I think that, um, I think that that knowledge that I, that I have already is going to be a part, is going to be a part of it in terms of continuing that knowledge. The way that I see it is more so like continuing my learning of the knowledge and the ways that I already have, like research Mm -hmm. that's on computers and with data and all these things and that as time goes on and my spiritual side just opens more and more the connection between the spiritual and the scientific will become more and more obvious as I because you know it's like years ago I started off just doing this stuff and then it's it's kind of been this gradual thing whereas I as I go towards the spiritual side then you know it's like the downloads come about like oh this is why the soul of a pl- of how a planet forms is important and it's like the way that I see it is like the little pieces kind of just keep coming together like oh why do planets preferentially choose these elements or whatever like oh maybe that has to do with the spirituality of it so kind of slowly like in figuring out where spirituality might be able to answer some of the unanswered questions that we have but it does require more of the more of the science side which is what part of what i'm like realizing now i need to kind of dip back into we'll talk about that when we go when we when we talk about how we're doing but you know i would say uh, the pendulum swings with sometimes I'm focused on on more scientific things and sometimes I'm leaning more spiritual and I kind of got to bring back some academic parts into my mind because I think that will help me. I think that will, you know, kind of make me feel a little bit more more balanced. And yeah. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, and you've already had so much like you've already had so many like really, really cool, interesting downloads. Um. I just wanted you to kind of speak to that a little bit. Yeah, like it's a good you question. just there was one that was an older download that you just made, yeah. like a reel on. Have you talked about that download on the podcast yet? No, I could talk about it today though. Yeah, maybe it's something we can we can get into. What was that? What was the download again? It was um, it was like about equal... it was about equations and how the universe is like one side of an equation. Oh, I love that. That's interesting since I already kind of like brought that up of like working in a lab and like yeah. doing the the equations. So yeah. that's really cool. I just feel like I just got like a download of you getting like equation like equations directly downloaded to you from the grays. So that's kind of interesting <laughs> of actual like, like physical like equations and stuff like that. So Oh, I like the sound of that. Yeah, because they're just like, okay, well, we know. So here you right. go and you can like teach everyone. Super, super interesting. But anyways, I'm Michaela <laughs> <laughs> with Mariposa Moonchild. Um, I'm a spiritual guide and energy worker using things like shadow alchemy and empathic energy medicine. So I'm here to be a part of the ripple effect of activating self inner healing we heal ourselves we heal each other we heal the planet 
It's time. We're shifting. The earth is shifting. We have some density to move within ourselves, um, within ourselves but for the earth. And we're moving into, into a new time, into a new time where we can leave this suffering and pain behind. But right now we have this responsibility to move, move the density. Um, we have the responsibility to face our pain. Um, you know, like, it's not our, it's not our fault that it's not our, what we, what we've been through in our life is not our fault. Our pain is not our fault. Our pain isn't necessarily okay, but it is our responsibility. We're the only ones that can choose to save ourselves or do the work. No one else can save you. No one, no one else can save you. As even my, myself, as much as I want to support and guide, I cannot help somebody who's not willing to do the work. So we're moving into a time where, you know, you get the choice if you want to do the work and take responsibility for your pain. And the good news is, is you don't have to, you don't have to do it alone. And you have the potential inside you, and you're really, really fucking powerful. Um, so you have the potential to move all that and face your pain and face what's come up in your life and also to do the shadow alchemy and to alchemize those shadows into your greatest gifts or the greatest parts of you and to share those gifts with others to activate and help them along their healing journey. So that's a ripple effect, baby, and that's what I'm here for. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Let's, uh, let's ground in. Shall we? Yeah, I need it bad. I lit some sage in here before we started recording, and it it instantly put me in a better mood. <laughs> I have this, like, really nice smelling sage. I mean, not all sage is created equal. I'm going to light some again. It smells so good. <coughs> that was a release. Get out of here, demons. <laughs> I know Bryce loves oh. my Palo Santo. I was like... I he came home this morning and I had just kind of like cleansed myself and he like walked in and he's like, <laughs> I'm like, you want some of that? Don't you? Don't you? It was just like, that's uh, funny. I did, I did a little, I did a little session on him yesterday. So yeah. Yeah, it was good. Or it's, but it's also just like when I was in Sh- at Shambhala and I'd like light it in the crowd. It's funny because some people would find you. They're like, yeah, they'd smell it and they'd come up to you and they'd be like, do you have Palo Santo? They're like smudge me. It's so interesting though, because some people just like wouldn't even know any better. But then some people are like, what's that? Yeah. They're like, I'm coming for you. I'm magnetizing the people. Shout out to any of the Shams people are still listening. If you Love know, you. you. Okay, know. let's ground in. Let's ground in. Got a little bit of that chaotic energy today. So yeah, let's ground in. Okay. If you're able to, just take a second to close your eyes. Place your feet flat on the floor or wherever feels good. Even do a hand on the heart. Oh, breathing in that Palo Santo smoke, deep breath in, filling your lungs all the way to the top, pause, and let it go through the mouth, (sighs) let it go, 
Another deep, big breath in. Filling your lungs all the way to the top. Pausing here. Feel your heart beating in your chest. Open your mouth and let it go. Another big breath in. Filling your lungs all the way to the top. Pausing. And when you're ready, opening your mouth and letting it go. <sighs> letting go of anything heavy, anything that feels negative, letting it go with the breath. <sighs> Let's take a moment to, to imagine roots grounding down out of our root chakras at the base of your spine. Imagine, imagine these big, thick, Roots grounding down into the earth, intertwining with the soil and the earth's crust, diving deeper and deeper and deeper. <sighs> Let any energy, any energy that's ready to go be released through your roots into the earth. <sighs> Let Mother Gaia hold you here. It's safe. It's safe. It's safe. Let go. Surrender to the moment. Moment by moment, we are here. Imagine those roots continuing to grow down deeper and deeper into the earth till they reach the center of the earth and wrap around a massive rose quartz crystal. No breathing the breath, bringing beautiful white light up through your roots and up into your body, into your root chakra, to your sacral chakra, to your solar plexus, into your heart chakra, into your throat chakra, to your third eye, into your crown all the way up into the cosmos, wrapping around a star and coming back down into your body through your chakra system and back down to the earth. Let's take another deep breath together. Activating this energy and let it go. Bring yourself back into this space when you're ready. I'm back. Hi. Welcome. Hey. <laughs> uh, okay, Whew. so. I'm about ready to go to sleep now. <laughs> I know. I'm being powered by source. <laughs> please power yeah. me up okay so but how? yeah go for it <laughs> yeah you know it is empowering the fact that i recently finished 40 consecutive days of the kundalini prosperity korea so let me explain oh yeah <laughs> so i i haven't talked about kundalini as much lately um 
but I have talked about Kundalini yoga a bunch on this podcast because it changed my entire life. Still stand by that very much so. And I want to start getting back into some more like I want to start doing more uh, long form classes again at home. But basically, OK, so the teaching for Kundalini yoga, for, first off, for anyone that doesn't know that much about Kundalini yoga, it's basically magic. It's like spiritual yoga. It's magic. It's it's real it's life magic. Sure magic. And it's so cool because it's so real and it's so magical. And it's using a combination of movement, breath work, uh, and specifically mantra because these sounds hold these are these are sound codes these these sounds hold specific frequencies that really kind of cut through your aura and just shift things around in your aura so it's pure magic uh it's amazing it's life-changing uh i in the a year ago when i started getting when i started like getting back into actually finishing my phd work i started doing daily kundalini yoga and it completely like whoop did a 180 in my life so couldn't recommend it enough. Also, as starseeds, it is essentially mandatory technology. Like it's it's really mandatory. Everyone should be doing it because the way that I the way that I see it is that it's the most powerful technology to adjust to like shift your vibration and your aura mm-hmm. and everything. It's literally the most powerful potent technology that there is and um not everyone can be trusted with it or like more so the not everyone would even be interested in it, but the people that would be interested in it are people that are awake and aware and know how to yield, know how to wield this like magic, you know? So I really think that anyone that's like really serious about this path should be using Kundalini yoga to improve their lives. Uh, that's the way that I see it. So in Kundi, there is this teaching that... Um, they have like these certain amounts of days and minutes and things that you do these movements for. But the teaching is that if you do like this one thing or if you choose if you choose something and commit to to doing like a specific uh, kriya, a kriya is like a set of movements that are all paired together. They all go together. So this one that I did was about 15 minutes long. And uh, the teaching is that if you do this for if you do like just some some movement or something for 40 days in a row like the same one then you will completely shift your some of them have the ability to shift your like cellular structure cellular structure to completely like start changing uh changing your your cells and and all that biology stuff because there's so much biology in kundalini obviously um Mm -hmm. but 40 days is like the is is the amount that they say uh really you kind of really solidify it in your aura and you're able to like make a solid ripple so there is this there's this kriya that my brother had taught me a while ago or last year or something um called soba kriya and it's for prosperity but prosperity comes in all forms you know prosperity Mm -hmm. is whatever you need so yes yes yeah so you know it's it's abundance but it's also whatever you need and it's a particularly annoying set because there's a lot of there's a lot of like putting your hands up and there's a lot of like arm tiredness in it so it's four uh yeah it's like four sets of of movements um 
one of them, which is a co- with a combination of chanting. So like one of the chants is Har, H-A-R, which is the like the abundance chant. Um, yeah. Kind of sounds like HUD. And Have. so there's How. something with HUD. Like I usually just say How. HUD. I thought you were supposed to like kind of like roll your tongue with that one. Yeah, right. I usually say like HUD. 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 You just need you need the you need the tip of your tongue to touch the roof of your mouth in some capacity. That's the importance. And well, I'll share. I don't know if I have shared this before, but in one of the Kundalini workshops that I did, my teacher has said that she read something from the book about like uh, about the whole thing with your tongue touching the roof of your mouth, and she says it's like shaking, like when. The more that your tongue touches the roof of your mouth, then you kind of like vibrate that sound. It's just oh, it's mm. so cool. I just love all this stuff so much because it's just so how does it work? So that is a part of the prosperity um, commands. And I would say it's commands because what you're doing, you're commanding, you're commanding things into your aura. And she says it's like uh, it, it was like, oh, have the t- roof, the your tongue like vibrate the roof of your mouth like you're shaking a tree, like you're shaking a fruit tree, and you're waiting at the bottom, like getting the fruits, like like shake it with that much intensity, like like that is the analogy, like I'm shaking this tree and I'm getting all of the amazing fruits from it. So I don't know, I just really like that, and. Yeah, and a, and a bunch of and a bunch of other uh, other things with your hands waving in the air and all this stuff. And um, I'm really proud of myself because there had been plenty of times in the past where I was like, okay, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do this for 40 days, or like I'm gonna do this every day in a row. And of course, like I never had committed to it. And I've done I've done this one before, and I've seen some some great results and everything. But I was like, no, like I'm really going to do this. So yeah, it, t- it takes about 15 minutes. The specific one. This is uh, this is also basically the only kundi I've done in these last 40 days. I haven't done I haven't done um, classes. Basically, like would tack on some cat cow to this, and cat cow is awesome. Um, yeah, it's cat cow is like one of the best things that you can do for your youth. Because like your sp- other youth lives in your spine, so when you get your spinal fluids moving, so don't skip on cat cow, everyone. Um, it's it's really great for for everything. It's it's uh as my teacher says, cat cow is not a warm up. It's a standalone like movement. Like you can move a lot of mm-hmm. good energy with with cat cow. So it's not just it's not just like a little warm up. Um, so yeah, so so on August first, which is like a few days after I got back from Canada. I I declared to me and to, you know, my siblings that that care or anyone else that cares <laughs> um, that I was going to really commit to doing this abundance kriya for 40 days and I did and so every single day I did not miss a single day and I use the app on my phone streaks to help me uh help me count or just you know it's it's satisfying that you can kind of like press down on the button and then it counts all your days. It's pretty easy to count though cuz I started from August 1st. But yeah, it was like commit like a commitment and consistency that's not my thing. So the fact that I really did something every single day for 40 days first yeah, off wow i'm extremely proud of myself because i don't think i've ever done anything for 40 how days long is it did you say that already it's about 15 minutes okay it's about yeah. 15 minutes yeah so like not terrible but um 
yeah, but definitely a, a, a thing to commit to. And, you know, I feel like I learned a lot just from that process or just just kind of it was definitely a, a nice self-trust exercise, you know, really com like committing to something and then having seeing yourself follow through in that. So that was awesome. And kind of just what I, I had some some downloads sort of about how any of it works like halfway through just because it's just so funny it's like everything that you're doing with kundalini it's like you're just you're chanting and like you're moving your arms and you're just doing all of these things and you're you're really just like yelling at the universe and you're saying like universe like i'm here like come give me everything that's mine like you're just the way an another way that I see it, this I think like um, David, my brother, had made this analogy before with the reason that you have to enforce it every day in your aura is because it's it's almost like you it's almost like you're carving out. It's like you, it's like you're in a, like a little sandbox. Your aura is like in a sandbox. And every day you kind of have to carve out that same pattern in in like your little sandbox aura of you know commanding your your abundance and then because life happens right the sandbox gets a little shaken and so then maybe the next day the pattern is not as clear because mm -hmm. life and because things move over it so then the next day no you reinforce it again carve the same pattern into your into your surrounding sandbox of an aura does this is this like little visual making sense you yep. know what i mean right like just carving it into the sand and then you're enforcing that into your aura every single day for 40 days and it really just creates like a i'm visualizing like a carpet like you shake out a carpet mm -hmm. it's like whoosh, massive ripple and it's it's kind of like the way that i'm seeing it energetically is like yeah all the good and all of the high vibrational all of all of your opportunities that are for your highest good are exist at some high frequency that maybe has not, you know, maybe you have not reached it yet. But it's like if everything is kind of up here, it's like you're doing the kundalini and it's like you're literally bringing it, you're bringing it to you. You're creating all of these funnels, like another visual that I would pair with it was kind of I at the end of every practice, I would I would really just visualize I would turn up my magnetism, but I would also kind of visualize it as like, I'm just putting out these funnels, putting out these like little cords for all of my good things to just enter the funnel and to just kind of come, come my way. Mm -hmm. So I just like that visual too, or just kind of that thought of like, you're just, you know, you're making noise, like you're making, like you're letting your presence be known by doing these chants and doing these movements and you're saying like I'm here I'm here like I'm ready for my abundance and you're carving out like a pathway for those things to get to you um and yeah so, so how do you feel how did it go yeah I'm rich <laughs> yeah <laughs> in love yeah, fuck yeah you are <laughs> yeah no it feels it feels good. I'm taking like I'm trying to decide. I think I might do it again for 40 days or do another. I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to decide where to go here I, from here. I asked my Kundalini teacher about it and she was like she was like I was like, oh, any any advice for how to kind of pride myself to receive or all this stuff? And she was like, 
keep going. <laughs> she said, keep going. Uh, because when I'm doing it, I'm in a commanding mode. And I like that. I'm mm. in a commanding mode. So I'm like, you know, commanding my abundance from the universe. And I was like, but my arms, but it's fine. I know I gave myself a few days off, but I I think I will probably go back to doing it again or like as often as I could. Um, but yeah, I mean, I feel like I, yeah, I mean, there's, there's some, inter- <laughs> I don't know. I think another thing with Kundalini is like, um, obviously in order to be ready to receive you kind of just have to face these things so sometimes it brings up the things that you have to face in order to be ready to receive oh a spiritual journey i think yeah well yeah of course and um yeah so i think i feel like yeah i feel really proud that i did it and i feel like i know that there's going to be good things coming from it. Like, if anything, my conversations with uh, David, my brother, <laughs> David's been like, David's been like, I'm kind of like scared to see like this because just because we know how real it is, like scared in like oh, a yeah. funny and good and good way because I may be, and I, I don't know, it, like, like I said before, prosperity comes in all forms. Like, in these last few months, there have been departments of my life that I feel like I have an abundance of and things like coming, swelling in. And then technically for the financial part, it hasn't it hasn't hit yet. <laughs> it hasn't technically hit yet on the financial part. That's why I'm hoping it's kind of just in queue. But at the same time, it's it's on me. I have to be you have to co-create with the universe. I have to be in I have to be sure to be in receiving mode and I have to do my part to create this abundance that I just put into the field, but like I put a fucking lot in there. Yeah. Well, we're also in um we're in a lot of retrogrades. I think like six yeah. planets are retrograde right now. One of yeah. them is Jupiter, which is the planet of abundance and luck and it's retrograde. So right now is a time to go is to cultivate inner abundance and because like retrogrades are not bad but people think they're bad it's more of like an opportunity so instead of like losing your shit and trying to like get through the retrograde i mean you can do whatever that you want you don't have to listen to me but (laughs) um try looking at it as like an opportunity of reflecting on those kind of things and then going inward. So right now, or at least what I kind of got is with the Jupiter retrograde is to, if it's, if the abundance and luck isn't necessarily being reflected in your external reality, go inward. So what does it mean to have inner abundance? What does it mean Mm -hmm. to have inner prosperity? Like what, or, you know, so what does that look like and learning to cultivate that? So, uh, for me, I'm wanting to, you know, make the, have those routines and have that time where I connect to my inner wind wisdom and I cultivate that inner abundance. So that might look like my access to my spiritual tools or access to my spiritual mentors or my guides or clearing my channel and sitting with that every day. So I'm working with that. I mean, as you know, I've kind of been in a little bit of a chaotic energy. It kind of comes up and down, but that for me is what it means to cultivate and connect to my inner abundance. So I'm going to be focusing on that 
and that Jupiter in retrograde goes until December 30th. However, but it is, if you're able to look inwards and focus on cultivating inner abundance or really bringing feeling into that inner abundance, then I think that's going to be reflected greatly in the external in the new year after the retrograde. So yeah, that gives me motivation. (laughs) I know, right? That's so crazy timing. My, yeah, my uh, mic just fucking fell over. So Jupiter retrograde ends the day before my birthday. So then on my birthday, I receive it all. Day of your birthday. Day before. My birthday is December 31st. Fuck, I thought it was the 30th. Sorry. What kind of friend are you? Worst friend ever. (laughs) What's my birthday? It's December 14th. No. (laughs) It is. (laughs) I know. Um, Sorry. I don't know why I thought it was the 30th. I remember you asked me this last year, too. (laughs) The day of your birthday? No, you it was... I don't know. I remember you asked, you were like, is your birthday the 30th, the 30th or the 31st? But then I wasn't sure if you were asking my age. <laughs> oh, you were like, cause you were like, what I'm thinking. you were I'm like 30th. Age. Yeah. You were like 30th or 31st. And I was like, uh, 31st, but I'm going to be 30. But this year is my golden birthday. 31, mm. 31. That's exciting. So, yeah. I was going to say about the abundance stuff. um, Yeah. Like, yeah, it feels to me very obvious that just the stage of the the spot that the universe has me in right now. Mm. And by the universe, I mean me because I've done it to myself. Is it's very obvious that I'm kind of in this pause where I. I'm seeing things it's like my my fears are very obvious and i it's very clear to me that like i'm the that i just i'm entering a different level of of the style that i'm receiving in cuz i went 7 mm. years as a grad student making my abundance from being a student and that was just it and that was like my entire way that I was paid and th- and that was just the way of life so it was just to me that was like oh I do my regular life as a student and doing work and yeah that wasn't fucking easy either I <laughs> lost my mind 1500 times but now it's different and it's going to be different and like my earning abundance comes from certain things that I have to offer like certain skills of mine or certain you know, the, it comes from my my worth and my my value, and um, and that's and some of that is on me. Well, first off, it's on me to recognize the value that I offer, and choose to create energy exchanges out of that, and that's a decision in itself too, to yeah. recognize that you have value and exchange it for that, and then yeah, and then just kind of just other I don't know just. And it's just I'm at a I'm I'm at this transition point personally of the ways that I and, you know, a new form of energy exchange for abundance. And it's scary to me. 
And I haven't like taken a first step in that because I'm like, uh, you know, it's bringing up all of these fears. Like, what if I'm not like, what if I'm not good enough? Or like, what if I don't, what if I don't do a good job at this, at this thing? And like, you know, and then, and then that, and I feel like it's kind of bringing up this fear of like, oh, and then my abundance would get taken away. It's like, oh, if I didn't do a good enough job, whereas like, grad school it was a bit different because i constantly quote unquote didn't do a good enough job i'm kidding no i was fine i love you passed me but it was my performance was able to fluctuate without it being reflected of on like my paycheck and so now i'm just entering a different realm of energy exchanges and it's scary to me and i i just i see that and i know that I've just been in this paralysis, kind of been in like afraid to take the first step, you know, afraid to take a step because then once because then once the ball is rolling, then that means I would have responsibilities. I'm scared to give myself responsibilities. Yeah. Again, it's been a long time since I've had a responsibility and had an exchange for it. And, I'm, you know, it's just kind of bringing up all this stuff. But it's very, yeah, I don't know. It's very obvious to me that like i'm trying to i'm trying yeah i'm trying to acknowledge it and just face it head on definitely feels like you know i was telling you yesterday it feels like a bit of like a nervous system uh freeze mode or like paralysis um which is always which is all like nervous system related you know that's what i've learned now i feel like that's that's what i i know now and like when you you know when when there's some kind of step that you know you could be taking that you're just not taking and it's like, okay, why am I not taking this step? But, you know, I was thinking yesterday, like, we can pull on our our personal strength from the past more. You know, I'm, and I was kind of, I was kind of just like, wait a minute, like, I've gotten through some tough shit already before <laughs> in my life. I was like, oh, I've been in freeze mode on certain things or like I've been afraid to take action before and then I did take action and then you know kind of got myself out of that situation so it's like uh, I don't know I'm kind of being called to draw on strength from the past draw on strength from previous versions of yourself is what was kind of coming to mind the last few days because yeah yeah, when you feel in your in that I'm in that stuck mode you know feels that way well can we dive more into this right now sure like so yeah like what what's coming what's coming up for you what are the emotions that you're avoiding Hmm. i yeah i think i think it's it's like it's not wanting to go fully into act it's like it's like the okay i guess the way that i'm seeing it now is because like once you start momentum right or once you start action on something it's like it keeps going and it keeps coming and it's like once you start getting the ball rolling then that means it continues and that means continued energy and I am like afraid I that. that, yeah, I'm afraid that 
I won't be able to show up continuously or that it's, it's the other thing is this kind of the main part of, part of what's making me in a freeze stuck mode right now is I'm trying to, I'm trying to adjust this belief that it's difficult for me to find some, for me to be financially supported by something that like is aligned with my soul because I had this other, uh, yeah, there was this job prospect that was going on for a long time, which still kind of technically in the air. I might take an action step on that again soon, by the way, but it was, I really thought it was going to come to fruition and it, in my mind, it was maybe the only thing that would both feed my soul because it was like research consciousness. It was like consciousness research related and I would have gotten paid like normal salary to do it. And in my mind, nothing else exists. Yeah. Yeah. In in my mind, like then once that has kind of appeared to maybe not be as hot off the press or as not, not be as probable or likely of an option in these last few months or that it's not, you know, not developing as obviously yeah once once I was then I was forced to be in a position where I had to take that off the table and reevaluate and my my mind had established this belief that that's the only that that was the only thing that would have been aligned and been financially supportive so then now it's it's bringing up this whole thing of like Everything else, anything else that would that would be financially supportive is hard or is going to be unaligned or that I can't even find anything that would be similar to this. Mm. So that's mm. that's kind of what it, it it's like. Yeah, I, I, pu- I went too far with putting my eggs in one basket and I feel like I did that in my whole like belief system of which is making me now back to the drawing board be like abundance is hard it's hard for me to find something that fuel that feeds my soul and is financially supportive and so those are the beliefs that you currently still carry yeah yeah hmm Yeah, let me feel into this for a second. Is it possible that this opportunity that feels really aligned to you can still work out, but there is another job that could come in the meantime that could be a stepping stone to to this job? Because it feels like maybe there's some more opportunities to learn and grow before completely accepting the other job that felt in the most alignment to you. Yeah, I think that is possible. It's basically something that I'm, yeah, that I'm starting to come to terms with now. and. I kind of put a complete pause on thinking about that or 
I don't know. Or when, yeah, when, when I thought about looking for some other type of opportunity um, that maybe doesn't feel so aligned, but would be of financial support. And then, yeah, I, I don't know if like this, this uh, like some other thing could still be maybe a little bit more aligned. Like, for example, I don't know, maybe there is some kind of other other teaching thing or something related more to astronomy that I could do um, that would, yeah, that would feel, that would feel kind of aligned. But yeah, I guess sometimes it's, it's like then considering something like a data science job or considering something that I would have to learn some entirely new set of skills that to me doesn't feel important or relevant to my life purpose. <laughs> that feels like ugh but i and that's that's why i feel so squeezed right now because i feel like i'm in a position where like what where like maybe that's something that i should do but to but because i'm like me spending any time doing some learning some other skill that is not going to be relevant to like my passions feels like terrible but, but I don't, it's I'm, possible that's just, that that's me being dramatic. I know. No, no, it's your, it's your, it's your feelings. Thanks for sharing. Yeah. Um, and I, I can like fully relate to what this feels like. Um, is it possible though, that with the first job, you still would have to learn skills or learn things that wouldn't be quote unquote, fully in alignment with your mission or passion? I don't think so. <laughs> I think that ever that the other, the other, this other opportunity that was like floating in the field for a while, maybe still is. It just it feels like all of those things are things that I want to learn about naturally already. Just more of the physics yeah. equations and all these other things and. I don't know. Is it possible that in your highest timeline that that job is not ready for you yet? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And it's like, I don't, I, you know, I do always surrender that I, to the fact that I don't know what's best for me all the time. And God laughs when you make plans because I sure thought that I, if in April, you know, I thought I was going to have a complete, I thought everything was going to be looking a certain way for me by like June and I was wrong. So <laughs> what do I know um, about timing or about the opportunity itself? And I don't know. It's just it's just that it's like then you're expected to know or you're then it's just this external pressure is just piling and and it's like, OK, I need to make this money and I need to make it soon. Yeah. And then I'm like and then it's like I just feel like then there's this, you know, there's this little aspect of me like or my higher self up like in the spiritual realms or or thinking about, you know, the unseen or what, you know, what you can't see yet. And I'm like, no, but I need something like no like this uh, this it was supposed to look different or i was supposed to have something more aligned and i'm like waiting for that but i'm like fucking life i still have to 
like do the money and the pressure and everything. So then I'm like, yeah. But then I think that's what, you know, that's what it is. It's like this secret. It's like this, you know, I don't know, just whatever version of me or just just feeling like, you know, you trust that something is that it's like I can't let go of the fact that I I I know there it's like I know there's something that's more aligned, you know, and I just know there's something that's going to like feel so like good and and push me out of my comfort zone and all this stuff and and it's like I want that so badly and I don't know if it's just not the timing for it and it just you know and that's why what, what feels hard is just crumbling under under that pressure and under that like it's so much like root chakra like unsafety stuff with the money mm. you know it's just it's just like you know, it just feels like lack of safety and it just feels like it's running out and it just feels like it's just like this piling pressure and living with my parents and I'm just like, I don't want this physical reality around me anymore. Like, I want things to shift. Like, I want more of my freedom and I just, I just feel like I'm like suffocated sometimes and, and then, it, and then I think what, I think what it is, what's making me emotional is that it's like there is this part of me that's like but i know that there is something aligned for me and you know and i'm just i think i'm still like not over the way that it all unfolded with this other you know with this other opportunity or thinking that it was gonna come along and and just kind of i just feel like i'm kind of like like i don't know i just feel like a little stuck like like there's this aspect of me from like june that's still like just like <laughs> you know like waiting like where like I thought that I was supposed to have this aligned opportunity and then and then now it hasn't come and then it's just this amplified feelings of like lack of safety is just like and it's yeah. like hurry up hurry up hurry up and it's like and I don't know I'm having a hard time in my environment these days like it's putting a lot of pressure on me like yeah I just don't I just don't feel very settled and 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 then it makes it feel like it's so far away you know it makes it feel like this like freedom or this you know sovereignty or dif different kind of life that i want is so far away because i'm like oh, i don't fucking know and and then and then it feels like draining like to have to potentially have like go down another path that could be a lot of money or that could be good financially but that's like it just doesn't that doesn't feel good in terms of what I want to be learning and I don't know I think I really think that there's like a huge aspect of me that's still just majorly like what the fuck or grieving or confused about like whatever happened with this other job and why it didn't happen on the timeline I thought it was supposed to you know I think there's just a huge part of me that's like I don't know I just feel like we're moving into this time and it's like I want to be doing something that's aligned and you know yeah <sighs> I didn't expect that to get so emotional. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, sorry. Not sorry. I asked if we could dive deeper no, into good. it. Okay. Um, the root chakra and the safety stuff is good. When I tune in, what I get 
is you're not supposed to know how this job thing is going to unfold. I don't see that this job thing is out of the realm of possibility. However, there is some learning around patience with, with which, and you're like, I could literally hear your thoughts right there. You're like, I've been fucking patient. You're like, I've been fucking patient. I've been like waiting all year. Um, no, there's some other things at play with this job thing that have nothing to do with you. Some like internal things that are moving and shifting within that job container, which means that it's just simply not ready for you is the energy that I'm getting. Um, however, in the meantime, there is this feeling of unstability and safety that's coming up as well as the grief, we're going to come back to that feeling. There's the, the, that root chakra stuff that you said that you really good awareness on, but that unsafety, that instability that yeah. is being fed by your external circumstances. Yeah. So the belief is if I have this job, if I make this certain amount of money, I'm safe. Or maybe I'm yeah. worthy. It feels like there's a tie of worthiness um, attached to that too. Now with Jupiter in retrograde and us focusing or having the opportunity to go inwards and focus on our inner abundance and cultivating that within us, what does it look for you for your safety and your stability not to be tied to your external circumstances? That is where your medicine lies right now. what is it what does it look like it's like that's just why it's so it gets so tricky with the whole stuff mm-hmm. of, absolutely um with living at home and just having like it's just like literally my safe my you know it just and you're not self-sufficient just you don't feel like you're in you feel like you're not in charge of your own of like you know it feels like i'm not in charge of that it's like i don't feel like i don't have a i don't have a say in anything right now yeah i mean you're being pushed right now no doubt you're being pushed to the edges of and the other thing is like i have i still have some this this is the other thing i think that's really contributing to the lack of safety thing like I still have financial holes to get myself out of from the past fucking three years of, and I guess it kind of led up to it before, but from these times of more addiction, from times of not making good decisions, like I still have like, I have some holes to dig myself out of still from that and so i feel like that's still being carried with me too so that's part of like debts to pay off things like that and things that were all from a previous time period of my life and things that i'm not proud of Mm. you know yeah like and 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 i think that's kind of contributing to it because it is this it is this extra burden it's like you know it just makes me feel like i'm deeper and deeper into this well because it's i don't know stack on Stack on this debt from all those stupid decisions that you made a few years ago. They're still here. It's they're still yeah, right here, you know. Yeah. And it's like 
you know, so it just feels like it puts me in the in this mental position that it feels over my head. Yep. Uh, I relate to it a lot with a lot of the emotions and the things that were that are coming up. I think this is and it's and I think it's like it's because those because that's still there energetic it's completely still affecting me energetically you know and and i feel like once i could it feels like oh if i could finally actually clear those things and they would actually be behind me and then and then i and then we maybe we could pretend they don't wouldn't that they never happen but still it's still on me because you know i literally still have 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 the debts to pay that are reflective of all of that time period of my life mm. where I wasn't proud of, of the decisions that I was making. Yeah. Yeah. You're carrying a lot of weight with that. Um, if you yeah. haven't noticed or we're doing a full on session on you here. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Are you willing to forgive yourself for the debts that you have? I think that I I truly haven't. I think that I really haven't yet, clearly. (laughs) Right? Yeah. I I guess, like, I thought that I have, or... I mean, no, clearly I haven't because I haven't really, you know, I haven't learned some of these financial lessons entirely yet. And so what do you think, what do you think is the financial lesson that you're supposed to learn or you haven't learned yet or you should learn? Hmm. I'm not really sure, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Because because what what were you supposed to do different? It's it just feels like it all comes down to this whole like shame of like responsibility thing, you know. It, it just feels like I was irresponsible. Mm. with my choices and i just and it feels like what i'm supposed to do is be responsible with my money and so and yes you know trust yourself with responsibility yeah right so if you have a block around trusting yourself with responsibility how are you able to bring in the responsibility of a new job aligned or not yeah that's what i've been asking myself the last few days and that's why i haven't been doing shit to get there but including including the one that felt quote-unquote aligned yeah yeah totally i completely agree yeah it's like yeah i don't feel responsible or i i was hope i'm hoping to rewrite that story but I'm still kind of, yeah, carrying carrying that stuff around with me, and then yeah, just re 
I don't know, just rebuilt a whole other little shame bubble. Yeah. From from this time, you know, that that's carried over. Um So another yeah. thing is if you feel like you're supposed to physically have this debt cleared and have all this stuff cleared. And if this shows up into your reality and gets rid of it and it feeds your external validation, have you really learned or moved through? How do I word it? The lessons or what's coming up around. Cause if it's, if it's just being fed externally, your belief is still going to be that it's the external that makes you safe. It's the abundance showing up in your external that keeps you safe that clears this that's attached to your worth. So if that's not moving and happening right now, you're being asked to feel into knowing your worth regardless of these things. And there is, um, a block or that there is something for you to move through and learn with that right now. Because if, if it just all comes in right now and clears that all up and you feel, Oh, I'm all cleared. And now I'm safe because I have this money that's feeding this feeding everything that I feel guilty and shameful about. You haven't actually moved through those shadows or that density so that those belief systems remain with you. Yeah. So back to the, I know this isn't for everyone. Some people don't resonate with this, but how is our circumstances and our experiences happening for us versus to us? Is that a question? You got a question? <laughs> no, I said, is that a question? Or are we just lingering on that? <laughs> I mean, it is a question, but it's also, it's a, it's a, you can answer it or you can not answer it. It's something yeah, to contemplate like, either way. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah and I guess sorry. just, no, you're good. Just, yeah, I guess it's just the awareness, the awareness of all of this has just been very prevalent for the last few days of just, you know, just just no, like it's just knowing that i i'm completely pausing yeah just you're in a pressure cooker no doubt pause. you're in it i can feel it a lot of us are gonna relate to this at whatever the circumstances are what's happening i relate to this too um seems to be easier to walk someone through it if it's not me <laughs> <laughs> yeah um yeah you're in a pressure cooker no doubt And it does feel like we're being squeezed through this discomfort of where there's some things where it's like, I can't hide from them anymore. They're in my face. And now it's like, yeah, you have the choice, not just you, anyone. It's like, are you willing to make the choice to face it and move through it? Because we're being faced with these things to move through it, to move the density, to move the shadow so we can receive whatever's on the other side of it, you know? Um, and I was recently in this like story of myself. I was in this big circle, this gathering full of people that I was excited for. And we had to go around the room and say something vulnerable. And it was like, don't 
don't think about what you're going to say. Be present with what everyone's going to say. And then when it comes to you, just say the first thing on your mind. And the first thing that came up in my mind, I was like, oh fuck, like I could already feel the lump in my throat. Like I was going to cry. And for me, I'm still working on vulnerability, especially in big groups with one-on-one. I'm pretty good with it. I'm a really good, like one-on-one, like connector, like talker, but in big groups Mm -hmm. where I have to, someone like me, that's empathic or my past story has been around. I mean, we all are, if you're here listening, you are empathic, but my stories have been around micromanaging the way people perceive me. It's a lot of energy to try to micromanage 30 people, how they're going to perceive me. And for me in that moment, my worst case scenario was that I cry in front of all of these people. And it was interesting because in the past I would have been like, guides, help me be confident, help me to not cry because I didn't want to face that. And it was funny because that lump came up in my throat and I asked them, help me, help me, help me. And it just came so, came through so clearly. (laughs) And you cried. No, you have to face this. You're like, you have to, you're at a place, you're at a place um, or a level, I don't, I feel like I'm searching for another word, but you're in a play, a space where it's time to face these things and move through them. So I knew I was going to cry and I knew that I was probably going to ugly cry in front of all these people, but this was going to be part of the medicine and part of the alchemy and for, for me to move through it. So I was like, Oh fuck, I guess I just have to surrender to it. And then after it's like, was that really worst case scenario is that I cry in front of a group of people that I know are super loving and accepting and I can feel them anyways. But at the time it felt like that and I just had to move through it and face it. And it was an opportunity for me to heal that, heal that wound of community that I had inside myself, heal that wound of being vulnerable that I held inside of myself. And I know I still have work to do on it, but that's part of part of the beginnings of moving through that and moving whatever that is up and out and through me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what else is coming Um, up for you? I'm not done with you yet. So, (laughs) (laughs) Well, I was going to say, though, for the, like, you were saying the the medicine, let's go back to what you said about the medicine or, or like, finding the safety without the needing the external yeah. circumstances to change. Like, how, how do I do that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a good question. Um. Well, we have the belief work, really feeling into our beliefs and what we're in denial of in our beliefs and what we actually believe. So I think it's easy to be like, I trust the universe. I trust. Do you? Do you? Um, so moving. Yeah. So moving through some of those beliefs, we can mm-hmm. go. And then there's different ways to reprogram our beliefs. I'll see in a second here if I might do something with you, but there's some other stuff that we got to move through first. Um, yeah. Okay. So, so what's coming, feeling into the belief right now of trusting your circumstances, trusting God, creator, universe, Is that something, do you have the capacity to fully trust and fully surrender right now? 
I think, I mean, I, I do, I think I'm, I think I'm actively in the process of, yeah, like I said, with like the grief or just, I'm kind of just, yeah, I am still coming to terms with that whole concept of, yeah, of really, of believing because of how yeah because there's there's a huge part of me that's like looking at the circumstances and everything and that's like and that's like i thought that it, especially at this point where you know we st- we're like 8 months into the podcast and i'm speaking so much truth online and all these no, things and i just feel so so on path and i think there is this like disappointment and there is this this like difference of yeah managing the expectations because mm. i just i think there is this like feeling of like shouldn't i have the financial support by now mhm mhm and feeling like why you know feeling like why haven't i been rewarded with that yet mm. you know do you ever feel like yeah, it's like if you do the right thing, you'll be rewarded. But if you do the wrong thing, you'll be punished. Right. Even if it's by the universe, right? right? Yeah, right. And I think I, I, I do think that there is some part of that with this that I, that's and it's taken kind of this long to come around to in term this long as in I guess I'm just saying like the year, you know, the point that I'm at where I'm like there there is this extra piece where i'm like what the hell like i you know i thought this really aligned thing was coming and and like i'm doing i'm like so on my path and i'm like doing all these all these things and it's like i just feel like it doesn't make sense you know that i'm still floundering it feels like so much for either yeah that it that it it just it feels like like nothing or or that it feels like i have to like scrounge or figure something out from scratch now and i'm just like no it's it feels like this um yeah a bit of this anger i guess that it's like i should yeah and i think too because like it is so hard to like speak all this truth online and everything and actually this was i was going to talk about this with in the beginning of of just talking about still processing everything from the mushroom episodes and how good they were and just and how much you were liberated by the end of the second episode and you were like so liberated like i don't fucking care like i'm just gonna do it and and it's like i obviously do have that mentality but um in terms of just you know the stuff that i post online on my instagram and on this podcast and everything like it's really hard it's still like really hard for me to like say all this shit you know as an academic as just you know you know that you have some eyeballs on you of old friends or just whatever and you don't know what they think and it's just you know sometimes i step back and i like look at all the things i'm saying on there and you know we're talking about 
astral missions to a different planet and just talking about all this stuff and I'm just like holy shit like what am I saying but obviously I stand by all of it but it just it truly is like it takes a lot yeah to put that all out there for everyone to fucking see like it takes a lot and it take and there's a lot of energy on the back side of it sometimes that is like this like oh you know (laughs) that feeling that just like oh god i can't believe i fucking am just saying all this shit there's still yeah it's still there and um Yeah, I feel that. I I think, yeah, like I'm good about the fact that it's, it doesn't necessarily like stop me, but it's still just this, you know, there is like a constant reverb effect or just the the occasional second guessing. You're just, when you could just feel other, like whatever other people are thinking and, um, yeah, it's, it's a lot. And I, you know, I was thinking the other day too about that, about how when I went to UMass, in April and I forgot about that like really huge breakthrough that I had there because I was the first time that I was like in the halls of my department and kind of explaining to people the path that I was going down with trying to do research that's a bit more based on consciousness and all these things and um and getting these weird looks and just trying to figure out how to explain it to the other astronomers in my department and um you know it just it's a lot really diverting from the main path yeah um and it was so much like going going back to the part the department that time and 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 really needing to kind of stand my ground in my in my choice and of of life and i think that's the other thing too kind of with with the job stuff it's you know just feeling like i don't necessarily fit anywhere or I don't want a main I don't want like a mainstream path and then it's like well I it's a by choice I'm currently not working because I haven't technically like applied to any other thing but then you know then I kind of like zoom out and I'm like right I have this PhD like are these you know there's like everyone everyone goes on and everyone's doing their research and everything and I could have applied for a standard job like that but I'm like uh, I don't know and it's kind of just I don't know amplifying this kind of black sheep mentality um of like why am i not fucking working and making money with my phd what the fuck are you doing Alyssa? get off your fucking ass like you know Mm. there's like that thought too i'm like what the fuck you're not even doing anything it's a lot but then i'm like and then i'm I'm just stupidly waiting for the perfect aligned position to fall into my lap and i thought that it literally did and i'm like well am i stupid for thinking that that you know like i don't you know it just kind of puts me in in this waiting position i'm just like what am i doing it's a lot of self-judgment <sighs> i think it's that yeah yeah um just want to say thanks for being vulnerable and sharing uh and also i'm holding space for you and you're safe and held in this space as we move through some of these things are you I want you to feel into your root chakra right now okay what's coming up take your time 
Well, initially when I tried to just like psychically, you know, tap into it, I did feel kind of these like, I kind of energetically see these like little spots or it feels a little bit like weak, um, like a little frail. Okay. I think it's just, I think it's this like really strong desire for sovereignty because I am very much, I think that's what exacerbates this for me. Like I am very much like lone wolf kind of energy so far in life or just, I don't know, I really like being on my own or just, I really like having freedom and um, it just, I think I'm starting to feel like the effects of it having been a long time that I've had this like independent sovereignty, you know, and I think that is pretty tied up in root chakra stuff because that's what makes me feel like strong. It's like, I don't need necessarily like a place to be rooted down. And I think for my root chakra stuff, it just, I I just, it's this self-sufficiency. And obviously when you haven't been self-sufficient for a while when you've been out you know depending out like an external people whatever um i think that's kind of maybe what's contributing to this what what feels like like weakness That's going to be it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening and for listening to me get emotional about all things finances, which I think is pretty relatable. Um, so on this, uh, on the next episode, it's going to be a part two. And so we're going to kind of continue to hear me talk through these things in real time. But Michaela kind of intervenes more and she basically you know we kind of like go through a bit of a session and and in next week's episode there's a bit of a 15 20 minute kind of guided meditation clearing healing that we do around my root chakra so that's definitely going to be really powerful and kind of something that anyone can really follow along and use and yeah just kind of a good example of actively moving through things and i did really feel better after recording that episode so Thank you everyone for being here and for listening. Um, Please make sure to give us a subscribe on YouTube and uh, follow me on Instagram at interdimensional.astrophysics, Michaela at Mariposa Moonchild, and follow the podcast at The Orphic Podcast. Thank you and we'll see you next week. Bye.